Mission Operations Technical Training School. The first command simply must arm our airmen to outthink, outperform, outpartner, outinnovate any potential adversary. Air Force Basic Military Training has an updated curriculum with a new focus on readiness and lethality. The first command, the Air Force starts here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Air Force Starts Here podcast. I'm your host for this professional development podcast, Jennifer Gonzalez from the AETC Public Affairs team. Well, as you know, this podcast is dedicated to bringing total force big A airmen tips, tricks, and lessons learned from recruiting, training, and the education world. But within the worlds of recruiting, training, and education, we also have to balance our family life. Family life comes with its own set of unique stressors, and if you have school-aged children, especially right now, you're in a league of your own. Schooling during the time of COVID-19 looks very different for every family, every district, in every state. Right now, I have a student going to virtual third grade, and it has been a challenge every single day. But there are resources for school-age families, and here to discuss them is Ms. Lori Phipps, who is the director of the School Liaison Program for the Air Force. Hello, Lori. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great opportunity, so I appreciate you inviting me. We are so happy to have you. So tell me, Lori, a little bit about yourself. Well, I am prior active duty Air Force. Uh, I spent my time in as um, security forces. So I, I bring to the table the knowledge of being in the military, being a part of the military family. Uh, I am also married, was married to the military. My husband is retired um, after 20 years. Um, so again, I had to bring that lens to it as well. And then I've been a DOD civilian um, in, in child and youth program and then school liaison for the last, um, I was school liaison at Joint Base San Antonio. For nine years, and then I, as when this position uh, was created for the Air Force, when the school liaison program moved under child and youth programs, I went to headquarters to take on this position and love the challenges every day that this, that this opportunity provides. How many times have you PCS? PCS a total of five times, and because my husband was also a security forces, it was kind of uh, an interesting PCS cycle, so not quite like, um, you know, a traditional um, outside of your AFSC married mill to mill. Uh, we do have two daughters that grew up in the military, so to speak, and um, again, so we, we experience these transitions that our families go through um, quite, rel- you know, relatively, and they weren't easy. Um, at that point, we did not have the resources that are out there available now. Um, our oldest daughter was a competitive gymnast, so that limited um, opportunities for growth and development for what she was after. Our youngest daughter was a competitive volleyball player. So, again, um, you know, those type of aspects on top of the education piece uh, were ta- had to be taken into consideration each time that we PCS. And that is huge. The education portion of PCSing for our military families is a huge factor for a lot of families. And that's kind of where your program comes to play, right? Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, um, in order for our families to survive and, you know, just and not necessarily the word survive, but just to thrive in being a military family um, with all of the intricate challenges that it comes with, you know, we have to support our family through those challenges. You've got transition challenges. You've got deployment challenges. You've got reintegration challenges because all of that affects our big A airmen in the end. So our program, you know, focuses on that intentional and focused support programming for 
uh, K through 12 education um, to not only help our families, but also help our educational teachers and, and, and leaders understand what our military students um, experience and what their needs are to help them thrive and empower our children to not only survive, but to thrive. So talk about the portion where you said help our families. What exactly does the school liaison program, school liaison office do for our military families? For our military families, you know, um, we provide that uh, that K through 12 support and pre-K. Um, you know, so it's our baseline services, we're, they're designed to provide that consistency across our um, installations, obviously. And we help build our military families' resiliency. Because, you know, our families, the parents, our military members, they're the best advocates for their kids. So we are able to help provide them the opportunities. Um, we provide such things like resource and referral. So say, for instance, a family is uh, PCSing and they want to know, uh, again, I'll use my daughter as an example. You know, we had to find competitive gyms in the area. So, you know, if I had a school liaison that was able to say, hey, you know, here's the area where the um, you know, competitive gymnastics is. Or, you know, uh, she was advanced AP um, classes. Hey, these are the school districts that offer advanced AP classes. We have families that call and say, hey, I want a certain JROTC program. And so the school liaisons would be able to say, hey, that, this, these, are the pro, these are the school districts that offer those programs. The important thing to remember about the school liaison is that they have to remain neutral at all times because they're about building relationships to help our families and, and not only our families, but to help our students um, maneuver these transitions. So it's important that they keep those relationships strong with not only our educators, but also our leadership. So they also work in Bound Outbound PCS. We talked about that a little bit. Um, they can talk school districts and boundaries. So they can tell you, uh, because in each state, the school districts and boundaries are outlaid differently. So, again, it, it may present a challenge. And, you know, um, it's important for our military families. The first thing they want to do when they PCS in is to find is to get back to the normal, you know, to find a home and get in a home and get back to some sort of normal and be a part of that community because we are community-driven as far as, you know, that we pick up, we move, we're in that community, and now we're ready to keep continue on with us supporting our mission. So it's important that, you know, school liaisons are able to articulate, hey, this district goes this way and this boundary goes this way and here's the law that can help you navigate those issues. Um, talking about what's available for local education models. So meaning that, hey, you know, we have a high contingency of homeschoolers here, or we have uh, magnet school programs, or we have baccalaureate programs, uh, those type of things. Uh, being able to offer our families uh, graduation and scholarship information, uh, college career military prep, working with our recruiters regularly to, um, to talk about what it takes to be a uh, you know, a military, to come into the military and, and what, what aspects we can use. Um, helping our uh, present college fairs and those type of things on the installation. Uh, providing workshops. They provide workshops for families. They offer support groups. Uh, they work with EFMP family support coordinators and, and work in the special education realm for them. 
but they're also com- uh, part of the compliance piece for the interstate compact. So for those of you that have made three, the Military Interstate Children's Compact Commission, which is, for lack of a better term, a law or a compact that has been signed that uh, um, the school liaisons are that first line in the chain of command for any issues regarding that when they register into a school district. So that's just some of the things that a school liaison would be able to offer um, a family. Um, it's important, too, because every school district is different and every installation community is different. So that school liaison program will offer very similar, but yet it will be community-specific because their job, they, they've been tasked to create, help create a purple capacity community, meaning that that community surrounding that information installation um, is able to accept military members um, very easily, transitioning in while they're there, being able to work with the schools, et cetera, and help with that education piece, and then transitioning them on to their next duty station or their forever home, whichever it is. Wow. It sounds like for a military family who is PCSing, um, the school liaison office of wherever it is that they're going is one of those pe- touch points that they probably want to get to pretty early on in that process of moving. Absolutely, and I will, I, I'm sorry, I, I will tell you that it's important for families to know because we PCS not only the Air Force installations. So, you know, we PCS the joint bases or we PCS into um, NATO assignments. But there are school liaisons at every Air Force installation worldwide. But we also team up with our joint service counterparts, and our program is very similar in each one of the branches of service. And we are truly purple. So it doesn't matter where you go, even if they're, we're even if our members are serving as a recruiter, uh, there is a full liaison that will help them, and it doesn't matter what branch of service. They have such a tight scaffolding that has been created to support our military families no matter where they are in the world that it's important for, yes, for families to know who your school liaison is and reach out to them, whether you're getting ready to PCS or whether you're having concerns um, at the school. The only thing school liaisons won't um, touch in the school district is behavioral issues or or, disciplinary issues. But other than that, anything school-related, they will will help work through and navigate and and steer a family in the right um, area for resources. That's wonderful. The graduation and scholarship information, I think, for families, um, especially since we're already within the school year, is something, you know, they can look forward to in the coming months. But um, how exactly are they helping our commanders? Well, with, for our commanders, they are their right hand. They should be the right hand of our commanders when it comes to K-12. They serve as the commanders, me, subject matter expert for all K-12 education issues or concerns or policies or anything regarding K-12 on that installation. So they're going to be our commander's advisors um, for educational issues, requirements um, within the state as as well. They will also help with the installation. um, They become the installation representative for local and state-led educational engagement. So the school liaison will be right there with the commander or should be right there with the commander um, as they help, you know, uh, mitigate um, any challenges that are going on with the local school district and or even at the state level. Uh, They are the point of contact, again, for your commanders. The commanders should be leaning on them, especially through, like, COVID. Um, you know, they immediately the school systems were shutting down and those types of things. So the school liaison was working hand-in-hand with the commanders to say, hey, this is what the school districts are, 
are proposing to do, and this is, um, you know, here, here's so we can outline and lay out a perfect plan for that in, that local installation. So they will advocate with the commander uh, for educational needs of the military children in that local community. And any time that there is uh, force structure changes at that installation that impact the total number of military-connected students, those school liaisons uh, will also be engaged. School liaisons are also the continuity to sustaining those installation educational partnerships. Uh, during leadership transitions, um, you know, school liaisons have regular access and work regularly with civic leaders, superintendents, um, you know, post-secondary institutions, um, deans, because they're working in those programs to help advocate for military kids and military family members, but also they're bridging that gap. So when a commander leaves and PCS, that school liaison is still there. So again, being able to, you know, so that's that continuity piece. Mm -hmm. And when the new commander comes in, that school liaison will help bridge that educational gap. The school liaisons are heavily engaged in the new Supporting Our Military Family Strategic Basing Initiative. The school liaisons are in the second round where they will give direct information that could impact uh, basing, the strategic basing decision. So the school liaison was established as an installation commander-driven program. So that is important for commanders, the wing commanders, to understand is that they are able to articulate just like the uh, the SARC, VPI, those programs, they are, they are equal to those programs and should be um, at the level that they are able to have that vertical and horizontal communication with their school liaison. Uh, again, because they are working with civic leaders, they're weighing the districts, uh, you know, the school districts and educational opportunities in the area. So the most important thing that I could, I could say to a commander is know who your school liaison is and lean on them for K, public K through, or K through 12 education, whether it's public, private, homeschool. They have the pulse on education in your community and are your subject matter experts. Now, we also have certain Air Force-led states, and those commanders will be working hand-in-hand directly with the school liaison as they are the Department of Defense reps in those states and will be bringing all of the issues to the state level. So, again, those are opportunities, again, that's the importance, the importance in the different levels for the, what the school liaison does. And, you know, education is really coming to the forefront. Why is it that education is so important to our Air Force? Well, to be honest with you, it's, education is important because it's culture. We, we, we breed and live in the education world as far as the culture because, again, it's always about making ourselves better. But the key thing in regards to education and why it's so high visibility right now and why it's being stressed is because it's a retention issue and a readiness issue. It's a retention issue for our force because families are leaving because they're turning down assignments or they're, or they're leaving the, the Air Force because of the school surrounding the installation and that the education piece is not up to where it potentially needs to be for that particular state or installation. But it becomes a readiness issue as well because if schools are not producing quality graduates, the lethality of our force begins to diminish. So again, between these two um, issues, at military child education is a quality of life chief of staff reporting initiative that saves and continues.
continues to be a top priority for all of our military members. So knowing this, how can families find families and school districts find the slow office in their local area? Because this is these offices are are everywhere, right? So if I'm at Luke or if I'm at right. Goodfellow, uh, there's a there's a slow. Yes, and the school liaison sits at various locations around on the installation. So um, there's listing of all the joint service. So not only Air Force but all of our sister services on the DODIA partnership page. There's a downloadable listing for all school liaisons worldwide. So that's one place that families can go to. Uh, the other opportunity for, for families to find out is also through the MIG-3 website. The Military Interstate Children's Compact Commission has a list of school liaisons there as well. We have an Air Force uh, CYES school liaison Facebook page. And you can also, if you don't know who your local school liaison, you can message through that and we'll be able to provide you a link um, and there as well. Um, there are many school liaisons that have Facebook accounts and Facebook pages that they are constantly posting out information and publicizing information. You can also look on the FSS web pages. Uh, the school liaisons will have uh, contact information located there as well. Well, you guys definitely have a robust mission uh, and do a lot for our families and our communities. And I really appreciate um, you and the offices throughout our AETC wings. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add about the school liaison program, maybe that I'm forgetting to ask or that you think would be important for our families, commanders, and school districts to know? One thing I would like for everyone to know is that your school liaison is a resource. They are standing by to accept you, accept your questions, no matter what they are, to lead you into, uh, you know, potentially provide you resources as well as, um, you know, help navigate any conditions that you have in the school or even for schools with military families. You know, and that's what they're here for. They are a one-stop shop for pre-K through 12 education. So kind of like our education center for pre-K through 12 education. Think of them like that. They will be transparent. They, they are responsible for building relationships at all levels and have a high engagement. So, again, you know, it's important for everyone to get to know who their school liaison is, not when you need them, but before you need them. You know, be proactive, get to know them, because there's always opportunities to learn and grow and, and volunteer and do things like that and learn about the program. But, again, you know, we don't want you to learn about us in a crisis situation. We want you to know about us and know that we are a resource and help us uh, bring that positive resource to our families and be able to uh, navigate the challenges of the K through 12 education system and or and are the military lifestyle because for our school district you know we're there we have to remain neutral between our three distinct customer lenses our our commanders and community partnerships our educators and our families so it's important that all three entities get to know their school liaison very well and work hand in hand with them and really move forward the education 
uh, parameters in that those states that they work in, they work and live in. Well, thank you so much, Lori, for all the information. And thank you for the subscribe, stream, or download. As a reminder, you can follow Air Education and Training Command and the AETC Command Team on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can catch up on all the latest news on our website at aetc.af.mil. From the entire AETC Public Affairs team, I'm Jennifer Gonzalez, and talk to you next time on The Air Force Starts Here.